the tribe The Sunshine Patriot in a crisis shrinks from the service of their country. The winter is coming. Did you hear the call? Winter is coming, and we know what is coming with it. No matter your thoughts or convictions, you must be prepared for the hardships that come with the winter. No matter your current position on the journey, stay a while. This is where you can find the tools and the fire to continue on your path. Join Odin and Tyr and answer Winter's Call. Hello, welcome to another episode of Winter's Call. I'm Odin. This is Tyr. And let's see, today we're going to talk about uh, the COVID-19 vaccine and children. <laughs> Dude, it's too early to beat your head on the desk. Already. Okay, look. <laughs> Let me explain why this frustrates me so much. We're not even going to get into the kids yet. Let's just let's just address something from a couple of things. Look, one is Fauci literally just comes out and says, hey, so uh, the first two vaccines were not really effective. They didn't last as long as we thought they would. So everybody needs to get a booster. Somebody said, well, you're full of shit. It's like, really? Okay, here's the article. <laughs> and the article basically reads, it goes, hey, so we'll be uh, – Will actually be an endemic status instead of pandemic, which is one step below. By the you know by 2022, if everyone just goes out and gets the boosters, which everybody's like, okay, so that's Fauci saying it. Nobody wants to believe Fauci anyway. How about this from the Jerusalem Post? This is from Israel, right? A team of uh, researchers from KI Institute. They uh, they found out that if you were vaccinated in January and February, right? Right. By July, you had a 51% chance of catching COVID and dealing with complications. 51% more chance than someone who was vaccinated in March and April. Now, before you say anything about, oh, well, they must have just run a small study. No, it was 1.3 million Yeah, records. most of their freaking population. It's like, uh, it's not <laughs> something small. It's like, they're finding, it's like, wait, so you're telling me that in two months, if I read this correctly, like in two months, you lost almost half of your efficacy of this vaccine. That's not a fucking vaccine. None of this is it, not about a disease. This is about control. <laughs> and now you can carry on with your side of the conversation. They'll see why I'm so angry about it. <laughs> All right. So as you know, they granted the ability to vaccinate children five to 11. Oh. They have started to incorporate Big Bird and Elmo and all the Sesame Street people to try and get vaccinated. Vaccinate those little kids because, you know, it's important that the, the population of children who are the least likely to catch it suffer anything, any side effects or symptoms of it need to be vaccinated. Heaven forbid you kill grandma. But, you know, you can't tell kids that they're going to kill grandma if they don't get the vaccine. That would just be cruel and unusual punishment, kind of like, Telling them they can pick their own gender. I mean, sorry, let, let's stay on topic. But, uh, so between the ages of 5 and 11, they decided that they're going to play on superheroes. Be a superhero. Be a super health ranger. Get your shot, kids. They're going to make it mandatory to go into schools like they do any other type of, uh, 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 vaccinations. However, this isn't a vaccination. They even admitted they had to change the definition of vaccine because it didn't fit. Right? How fucked okay. up is that? You know, I I'm sorry, but when I was 5 to 11, I didn't give a damn about being a health ranger. I wanted to be the green ranger. I mean, I'm talking about the green fucking power ranger, dude. <laughs> not, not some health ranger. <laughs> Hold on. Let's see. I have some articles here. Let's see. You're Let, just trying to give me an aneurysm, aren't you? Hold on, let's let's see. Okay, so it goes the parts of being a vaccine hero. Listens to and follows medical advice from your doctor. Sees the future free of polio, measles, rubella, and other diseases. Loves their family and community and wants to keep them healthy. Visits their doctor for regularly to stay up to date on all vaccines. Knows that vaccines are the best way to protect against many dangerous diseases. Encourage others to make sure they're up to date on their vaccines. Important reminder, the quarantine requirement for close contact to confirm COVID-19 positive person is removed for fully vaccinated asymptomatic individuals. 
However, you should still get tested five to seven days post-exposure. Question. That's the, that's the front page. So I'm not going to read the second page because I, I already want to sit here and cut my own tongue off for spewing that fucking vile bullshit. I have a question. All right. Now, I know it's been a while, Odin. I know it's been a while. But when you were going through school, you know, back when they still had, you know, chalk and chalkboards, did they have the D.A.R.E. program? Yes. Drug Abuse Resistance Education. Yes. Now, can somebody explain to me how we went from Elliot? We had it in my generation, too, and I'm only 30, so it's not that long ago. At least I keep telling myself that. Um, so it's like, when did we, we – don't give in to peer pressure. Don't take random drugs. To, hey, I want you to give in to peer pressure and take this random drug. And encourage your friends and family to also take the same drug. That's perfect. I love this place. <laughs> no, no, no. You know what? Here's what's interesting to me. When you're looking at it, you notice that all the way up until the end, until it says important reminder, it never once mentions COVID-19. Of course not. You only mention, and, and the reason why is it's a psyop. I mean, you hit them with the hard things, the measles, the mumps, the what was the other one that they used? It was rubella. Uh, rubella. You hit them with the big, bad evil. And then you realize that, you know, those actually affected children. Those killed children by the thousands. Yeah. How come flu isn't there? You know, flu is not there and neither is this because this does not really affect children. But flu does. Flu is exactly the opposite of COVID-19. When it comes to demographics of who it attacks. COVID-19 goes after older individuals while the flu is more dangerous to younger individuals. And yet, they're not pushing flu vaccines this hard. Not that you should get one of those either, considering the fact that fucking these drugstore fucking pharmacy bullshit motherfuckers sit here and decide that they want to inject people with the COVID-19 vaccine and then go, oops, sorry. Four cases in the last three weeks of that. And that's just what's been reported. Right. Not to mention the ones that where the kids got them. Uh, what was the story that we read? The four to six, the four and six year old that were given adult doses. And yes, they're in the hospital right now from heart issues. Yeah. I will say this. I will say this. And I'm going to. I can't believe I'm saying. Bleh. Okay. Hold on. I don't like this poster. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna break into the leftist mindset here. Let's see here. I'm gonna be a little relentless and queen-like for a second. If you look at this poster, it doesn't have any trans people on it. It's binary. That this is not inclusive. Dude, it's 2021. <laughs> they could be trans. You don't know. But no, I mean, uh, jokes aside for a second, though, you look at this and you literally target kids because you want them because every kid wants to be a superhero at one point or another, whether or not it's a, a superhero or a fireman or a police officer or something that they think is a hero. You know, kids, kids look up to that and they are literally using this. Name me one time in history. You've had to do this for anything. Never for a legitimate. Never. Even the question. Look, question. Even, here, here's the bullshit that I hear all the time. Is that you have to get vaccinated with all these other vaccines. All right, let me throw some hard truth on that argument right now. First of all, the United States has more than double the amount of vaccines as everyone else in the world. In terms of what they give their children at an incredibly young age. Two, you can get a religious exemption for those vaccines. You can homeschool your child you can get a religious exemption for any of those vaccines and yet this one is a non-negotiable in a disease that doesn't affect children like we had more people die in chicago so far this year than we've had children die of covid19 since the thing fucking started you know what it is? You remember that article I showed you earlier where I mentioned that Moderna, Pfizer, and that other, the other one that's behind uh, the, the vaccine, they're making a profit. Oh, this number is 93 sickening. point 
$1.7 million a day. A day. From a free vaccine. <laughs> As I say, how are you making that from a vaccine that's supposedly fucking free? The same way that Biden just passed $4.2 trillion in infrastructure bill. Yeah, because we're still costs, paying for it. And it costs zero. Yeah, we're still paying for it. They just you know passed it today. You know, you know what's interesting? You realize that 87,647 people died from insulin deficiency by diabetes. Yep. And we don't, we don't, you know, we don't have insulin for free, right? In fact, we jacked the price back up again. Oh, yeah. I know that. I, I work in this field. Okay. Okay. What about how many people die in the United States because they don't have an EpiPen? Right. Mine is expired because too expensive to get a replacement. It's but, okay. Here, here's a perfect one. Do you know that there's a that there's a condition known as river blindness in third world countries? What's Hello. river blindness? River blindness is a condition that affects people that when they get this disease, uh, they go blind. And it's totally preventable and curable. Uh, and the, the, the medication is $1. And yet millions of people lose their vision year-round. Or all around the world every year because of this one vaccine, because of this one pill. We could get rid of it. Measles? We could exterminate measles with the profits that they make in a month. All around the world. It could be a totally removed disease. If she wants to come back in, she can. (laughs) I wouldn't mind having a surprise guest on this one. Right? Yes, come back in. Can we get her to come in? Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Who cares? Come on. <laughs> right? We got we 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 got important shit to do. Come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. Um <laughs> 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 Hey hey. Hi friends. How are you? Fantastic. How are you? <laughs> Absolutely excellent. Always nice to have a surprise. <laughs> so we are joined by a surprise guest, unpopular opinion queen. How are you? I'm doing good, BFFs. How are you? Good. So we're talking about a COVID-19 vaccine and them targeting children. The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. She goes from yes. smile to just pissed <laughs> off in one sentence. Oh. All right. So so they are targeting 5 to 11-year-old children now with the vaccines, and they want to make it mandatory to enter schools. <clears throat> Not only that, let me, let me throw a little more shade on this for a second. New York wants them to actually, wants these kids, 5 to 11, to carry vaccine passports with them in school. That's fucking retarded. Oh, no, no, let's go one step further. Now, I didn't realize this until you had actually mentioned it, Odin. Implied consent. I didn't realize that there are places that are actually vaccinating children without the parents' consent. Yep. Because you have implied consent because you sent them to school. Well, okay, there's three types of consent in school. One is written consent, verbal consent, and then implied consent. And for purposes of the vaccine, they have decided that if your child attends school, you are giving implied consent. Which means that because you send your little crumb cruncher to school, they can sit here and vaccinate them and do whatever they want with them. Because it's implied that you knew that by them going that they were going to get it. 
And what's funny is that's also the same reason what they're doing. Just uh, I know it's off topic for a second here, but that's also what they're doing with CRT in a lot of places because they're saying it's implied consent. You knew it was going to be taught. That's why you can't say anything. When my oldest was still in school, we had to sign a piece of paper. And this is where I first learned about implied consent, right? We had to sign a piece of paper. And it was, you know, children are horrible giving papers to their parents to get signed. So, <coughs> so we sit here and uh, we dug through his book bag and we found a piece of paper that said that uh, you need to deny permission for us to give your child medical care of any type at school. If you do not fill out and sign this piece of paper or directly uh, let us know, we will take it as comply or implied consent that we can do whatever we want with your child. So, of course, we signed it and then sent multiple copies to them because that's crap. Yeah, so I actually I heard about that, like um, them vaccinating children without the parents' knowledge. And I haven't heard it broken down like that, so thank you. But, ew, are you fucking kidding me? You have to take an extra step as opposed to... Well, it- that no was, step at all so that they don't get it. That was six years ago. Now implied consent with this particular vaccine is if your child simply attends school, you are giving implied consent. Hell no. Hell no. If I ever reproduce, I'm fucking homeschooling. Well, you can wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll be the history teacher. And we can have Odin be the... Um... Physics and applied science teacher. <laughs> Between the three of us, we will raise the Antichrist. <laughs> I, am, I am so down for that. And quick little tidbit. Uh, there was a teacher on my live last night and I added him and he was telling me a story about some kids from California. That's what the license plate said, at least where um, they had broken his windshield, took his Trump hat out, um, and burned the Trump hat. And it was on school ground. There's um, cameras and everything that (laughs) prove that there was a license plate from California. He just can't post about it yet for legal reasons. But he said he used to teach in college. And I was like, I feel bad for college students because they're teaching them what to think and not how to think. And he's like, that is why I left the college. And I went to high school, uh, high school to teach. He uh, and I was like, "Dude, you just became my new favorite person." Hey. Immediately, <laughs> that's that, that that's my spot. <laughs> I mean, you guys are my favorite friends that I actually talk to. But people like <laughs> on the internet, like Rand, oh, so funny because I met you guys on the internet. But like, <laughs> you mean you mean people who are still currently on TikTok. <laughs> Okay, well, yeah, let's see who are still currently on TikTok. Hey, let's do this for a second. I want to see how angry I can make both of you. Because we're talking about the kids, right? And they're coming after the kids. We talked about the vaccine. I made a blurb about CRT. But did you hear about what happened in Old Dominion? No. Old Dominion College? They had oh. to um, – <laughs> they released one, uh, Dr. Walker, one of their assistant professors for sociology. Because he wrote a paper trying to normalize the term. Wait, wait, wait. That's a he? I believe so. It's A-L-L-Y-N, Alan Walker. Okay. Go ahead, continue. I know where this is going. Normalizing the term minor attracted persons. And when they gave a letter saying why, oh, I'm not done yet. Hold on. Save the rage for a second. (laughs) the reason they gave for releasing and putting him on uh uh, administrative leave wasn't because you know pedophilia is wrong it was because of the outrage that his study created is interfering with education not that you know diddling a child is wrong no he was just creating interference with our educational process oh no it it gets worse it gets so much worse 
Do you know why he do you know why he doesn't call them pedophilia in his book? Because he and, is one. No. 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 He says he prefers to use the pronouns from a sexual that uh, the the pronouns that they call themselves because they are a sexual preference. And <laughs> wait, wait, wait. And he has a delineation that if a child is 14 and older, it's not classified as pedophilia. It's classified as something else. And I can't remember what it is. But so, um, yeah. I really wish you all could see our, our lovely queen's face. Because it went from what to what the fuck. <laughs> like, love <Yep>. that. <laughs> so, so, uh, yeah. What do you think about them apples? It's here and I was angry before, but now I'm just now I'm cold angry. Now I'm like, so people like this should be tarred, feathered, drawn between two quarter horses or four quarter horses, and lit on fire. You know that they're doing TED talks normalizing pedophilia, right? Yeah. How is this allowed? How is this allowed? Do you do you really want to know? Do you really want me to answer that? <laughs> I I do because I need to know why legal action hasn't been taken. Okay. Do you remember how many times that I have said that if you can get a population to laugh about it within five to ten years, it will become normalized behavior? Yes, I do remember that. Okay. How long do you think Family Guy has been on the air? What, probably 10, 11 years-ish? That old man that chases Chris around was pedophiles. Mm-hmm. Was pedophilia. And people laughed about it. And it became normalized. And then they did the TED Talks. And then they had the Netflix shows that talked about uh, eye predator or eye pedophile, whatever show it was, that normalized it. said... Not all of us who suffer, who are attracted to minors act on our urges. I'm the nice kind. And it was generally accepted. And then TED Talks did multiple, multiple talks about pedophilia being a sexual preference. And now we're at a place where if you question anybody's sexual preference, you're a bigot. Call me a fucking bigot. I'm just Call saying, you, you wanted bigot. to know how it happened. That is how it happened. They made you laugh at it. You thought it was funny. He became a cherry. meme. And now it's normalized. And if you really need an example of that, think of this. Why was Epstein arrested? Why is Giselle Max- Maxwell going to court? And who the fuck did apparently 81 million people vote for? They're all pedophiles. They're all sex traffickers. That's where we've reached. <laughs> One sexual deviant protecting another. Yeah. They, it, allowed, it allowed them to bring their perversions from the dark because it existed before, but allowed it to be exposed in the light. And it was accepted. And it was accepted because we laughed at it. That is how they have brought stuff through. It's called the Overton Window. They make you laugh about it, laughing at the absurd. Then they make you laugh about it. Then they make you think about it. Then they make you accept it. That is how every perversion has worked in society. That is how they bring about new ideas. Sometimes for good, but mostly for evil. So, what I guess what I'm not understanding or, or catching here is... Who the fuck is because like I've laughed at it. I'll admit I've laughed at it, especially on Family Guy. Dude's fucking hilarious, but there's there's a difference between having it be like a funny joke and it being real life and somehow becoming socially acceptable and having all of these other people who laughed at well, not all of them. Clearly there's more people against pedophilia than there are for pedophilia, but <laughs> Who are these people that have like digested that to make it okay? And what the fuck is wrong with their heads? Well, they... oh, oh, wait, 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 wait! You missed it. There's an episode we did. Ooh, there's an episode we did about uh, 
what was his name? John Dillinger, Dillinger, Dillinger. Yeah. It basically means John. Uh, it's Diddleman. Diddleman. That's what it was. So anyhow, John Diddleman is a de- uh, a Danish kids TV show. And he gets in and out of trouble a lot using his penis. Diddleman in Denmark means pee-pee. So it's John Pee-pee Man who uses his penis to get in and out of trouble. He flies. He jumps around like on a spring. He uses it to tame lions, to grab hot dogs. His wife has a... (laughs) Coochie shotgun that shoots him down out of the air in the intro. It it is very wait, but that's not the only show. <laughs> you forgot the other one. <laughs> There's a Norwegian... How could I forget it? It was a perfect opportunity for me to dunk on somebody I absolutely despise with Chank. So go ahead. Go ahead. There was a Norwegian show called Simply Naked. They bring in four or five individuals in front of children and have the adults disrobe totally naked in front of the children. Their demographic is seven to 12 years old and they get to ask questions of the naked people. Yo, what parts of your body don't you like? Where did you grow hair? That kind of stuff, right? To ask them and Let's put it this way. Define hypocrisy. Hypocrisy is the fact that when they show it on the air, they have to blur the bodies of the adults. But the children don't get the benefits of the blur. And that is what they are teaching children in Norway. And it's ongoing. It's a continuing show. And what what really sparked our... (laughs) <laughs> my dunking on the Young Turks. I, I don't need an excuse to dunk on the Young Turks because I think they're hypocritical bastards. But they were all like, well, you know, it, it's it's all these prudes. Uh, it's all these conservatives until they saw it. They're like, nope. No, no, no. That's not okay. Except here's what Chank said. I would never let my children see it, but I think it's perfectly okay. But- <laughs> yeah, as long as it's not happening to their kids, they don't give a damn. And these are the I same people. You have to be to say that out loud. I don't know. Have you ever seen the Young Turks? Do you know who Chank Ugark is? Whatever no, his name no. is. No. Ooh. Don't, don't, don't. Oh, don't, don't do waste it. your time. Do it. No, do no, it. No, no, no. <laughs> do Please it. don't. Anyhow, <laughs> do it. so if you look at the comments, because the, the best clip I could find of that show was the Young Turks. And I went to go read the comments. And there were people from Europe who said, we're from here. And we don't like that programming either. But the it's vast majority. acceptable here. But the vast majority of American liberals who were in the chat thought that this was the greatest thing since sliced bread. I mean, we already have nudist colonies in the United States, and so they didn't see anything that was wrong with it. Americans are just so prudish, and I'm sorry, I don't want a four-year-old to know about John Penis Man, and I don't want a seven-year-old to look at naked people while they're having conversations about their bodies. Now, here's why I wanted to bring that up. These are the people that say that your children should be vaccinated. But wait, <laughs> I have a quick question. What is the point of that show? Which is one? it like body the the the, the young the one that was yeah, yeah, it's for body positivity. Yeah, bo- body positivity to not be ashamed of the bodies. And hey, look, a, you know what? I'm gonna be honest I'm with a... you. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. The <clears throat> clips of the the bodies that they showed, they weren't supermodels. They were just normal people. There wasn't even a fat fucker amongst them. Yes, like, there what was. the hell? Yes, there was. Well, I wasn't paying that much attention, but I'm sitting there like, you know, body positivity. Look, I'm a fat motherfucker. I can lose weight if I feel bad about it. What are we doing with this whole body positivity thing? Everybody's beautiful in their own way. Yes, because beauty is not in the eye of the beholder. Beauty is is not skin deep. Beauty is what you do. It's who you are. Your actions are what is beautiful. And we forgot that as a society. And that's why we're doing this whole, 
you know, everybody's accepted. And it's not just body positivity now, but everybody, pedophiles, transgender people who have a mental illness. Yes. Uh, it, deviancy is becoming the social norm, which is why I keep saying we have a morally ambiguous society. Well, the problem is, is that with the TV, they've made us addicted to our devices. They're addictive. Yo, you you program them to stay on their device by offering them praise and attention and that they're important and that they matter and that people want to be seen and heard because it validates their opinions. But ever since the advent of TV, when they decided that they were going to program people, they understood the power that they had. If you look in the 1940s and 1950s, when you had the black and white sitcoms, you had the nuclear family. And then that slowly started to change. The father became more buffoonish. And we laughed at it because it was funny. But now, that's the normal of what we accept. I don't know if you all remember Will and Grace when it first came out. That it was like the first gay sitcom. And it made everybody mm -hmm. laugh about it. And then they wanted, you know, and then the show was on for several seasons and they wanted to talk about gay marriage. And that was the first time most Americans have ever heard those two words put together. Because you, you do realize I'm younger than both of you, right? Yeah, I get it. Pay attention. You learn <laughs> something. <laughs> Pay attention. You learn something, you fucking whooper snapper. So mm -hmm. you, you whip, start whipper, whipper snapper. You start by weakening the nuclear family by showing the fathers a buffoon. Married with children is a perfect example of that, right? Then name every father after that, and they've all been idiots. Even Bill Cosby, way yo in the Cosby Show, he was the goofy friendly american dad but he was the last dad that had any semblance of authority within his family after was that, that before or after you started slipping mickeys into people's drinks i don't even know but <laughs> on the show he was one of the last and then every father after that was bungling then they sit here and they they started to you know the the will and grace and the homosexual shows and it was the first time you ever, I mean, most Americans had never even heard about gay marriage being an issue until Will and Grace. Five years later, ten years later, it's now a political post. They understand that they can program society through TV very easily. Look at what happened. You used to hear you had shows like, you, you had shows that literally went from To Catch a Predator... To Family Guy and made you laugh about it because you remember those shows, right? Ha ha ha, they, that dude's gonna get what's coming to him. And then you had I Pedophile, those types of shows on Netflix and Hulu and on demand services where not all pedophiles are bad. What was the name of that one that one show on Netflix that, uh, oh, I'm, was it I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Okay, And then you have shows like Cuties or Big Mouth on Netflix, right? Where they are totally raunchy, pushing the boundaries all the time. The window's never going right. It always goes left. They always push the issue. When they get to a hard stop, when people complain, they make one or two changes and then let it go again. So now you accept more and more deviant behavior. I mean, look, you already have shows like uh, BoJack Horseman or whatever. Where it talks mm. about, uh, you know, the sexual exploits of animals. What? Or you don't think that bestiality is on the rise in the United States? There are shows that glorify it. That's going to be... No. Huh? Do not make that the next thing that they start bitching about is like, please accept bestiality people because I'll fucking... We have wait, to accept people that think wait, they're animals. Wait, what the wait, fuck? Wait, 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 wait. You mean other than furries? So I don't really know what furries are exactly. 
<laughs> I, know people, I know it's people that dress up like animals. Okay. Because that's their kink. M- furries. People that dress up as animals because of a costume, because of, uh, let's say, one thing or another, or it's a like a Comic-Con. That's a cosplayer. A furry is someone whose sexual preference revolves around the fact that they're an animal. Wow. Uh, that's a little simplistic, but... Well, yeah, I'm trying to keep it as simple as I can. <laughs> please. <laughs> please keep it simple. Please. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, here's here's what's interesting, though. So we're talking about this progression. Now, here's why I think that this is important. Now, we're not just talking about the normalizing of, of pedophilia or deviant behavior, but realize that now Sesame Street is pushing the vaccine. Big Bird got vaccinated. Elmo got vaccinated. Uh, Elmo's only three. Elmo can't get vaccinated yet. But wait, there's more. A recent study or showed that they're working on trying to get six months old and above vaccinated. Why? Because they want to oh, kill them wait, all wait, off. Hold on. I mean, hold on. Hold on. Sorry. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because Pfizer, Moderna, and BioNTech, I had to look that one up. J&J. Uh, are, yeah, they're making $93.7 million a day for a vaccine that is free. So let me ask you. Let me ask you to ask that question again. <laughs> Why are they pushing it? That's because there's money. Right, think about it though. It's free. At no point is this has this ever been actually been about a disease. It is. There about might be some doctors. Control. There might be some doctors who think and some sheep that think that it's about the disease, and they mean well. But the path to hell is paved with good intentions. Then you flip the, the you flip the script around and realize that Austria has now locked down all unvaccinated individuals. So is Germany. And so is Germany. They are the first two nations in the world to do so. Australia is right on the rise behind them. They're talking about doing it here. They're talking about doing it in Canada. Like this is just another reason, you know, wear your mask. Okay, people wear their mask. Get your vaccine. People it's are getting go- vaccines. Do you know do you know what Crystal Noct is? I do. The night of broken glass. We just passed that anniversary too. Uh yep. There are two anniversaries that we have passed that I uh, I'm sad that we have not mentioned. Well, Crystal, Crystal Knock is the night of broken glass. It is the it is the night in Germany where all hell broke loose and they went and destroyed and burned Jewish businesses because they were taught that they believe or that they were told that the Jewish people were diseased, that they were responsible for all of the economic troubles, that on and on and on it goes. Does that not sound familiar? Does that not sound like the vaccinated, the unvaccinated to you? Yep. History doesn't repeat itself, but it sure does rhyme. What? Yeah. What is the other anniversary that we missed? Remember, remember. Oh, the fifth of November. Yes. Like out of all of them, and I realized it after. I realized it because I was looking something else up, and I was like, "Wait, how the hell did we miss this? That was a perfect opportunity for us." Well, I mean, I understand why he did what he did, but I I'm not British, so I don't usually pay attention to what fucking happens. Yes. Yes, but think about this. The, the the longer we go down this process, the more I'm really wishing there was like a underground railroad underneath Congress. <laughs> there is. That's where they smuggle the children in and out of. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I mean. Oh, you think I'm kidding. Oh, no, I, no, 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 no. Please <laughs> do not do what 2A Patriot Mama did to me the other day. Okay, look, I still haven't slept since then. When, the, when you look into the abyss, it gets scary real quick. The problem with looking into the abyss is sometimes the abyss looks back. Yeah. And it leaves you forever changed because you will never see the world the same. You'll always see it through a tinted glass. Yeah. See, I, I fortunately focus on more, let's say, palatable topics because I'm more focused on social ticks. So when you guys get into like 
the deeper aspect or the government aspect of politics that scares the shit out of me i I don't know how you guys do that every day some of us were born in the dark yeah they're that and i also say that um me and odin survive on the power of rage caffeine and nicotine fair fair (laughs) except for the fact that one of us is trying to cut back on nicotine and the other one's trying to cut back on caffeine (laughs) <laughs> Which means our shows are going to get progressively more and more angry. <laughs> but no, so back to this though. Yeah, back to this though. The thing that should bother people is that, for one, this is the demographic that does not that has the least risk of suffering any complications or even contracting COVID nineteen. On top of it, when you realize that mRNA was never meant to be used. In humans. Correct. Add, add something vaccine. else. Yeah, add something else. So do you know what requires a shot every five to six months? Yep. Gene therapy. What? Gene therapy. Do you know what mRNA is? mRNA is, is literally rewriting your genetic code to combat, to supposedly... If you if you listen to them and they say it's a vaccine, the mRNA vaccine is supposed to genetically rewrite your 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 code to fight the disease. Instead of giving you an instead of giving you a inoculation of of dead or inert virus and let your body build up natural antibodies, it's supposed to rewrite your DNA. I'm like, wait. The problem with this is, especially if you go down the rabbit hole at all, and this isn't even a rabbit hole. This is public knowledge. If you go back, you know, 15 years ago, they shut it down for any human trials because mRNA, they couldn't keep the lab animals alive long enough. Yeah. That's fucked. Is that the same thing that um, Bill Gates was having that lecture? No. On... <clears throat> no, that one was I different. Do... What was that one about? I know he had a lecture that was talking about um, population control and using a vaccine to do so. Yeah, he wants to kill off one-sixth of the world's population using vaccines. And yet, this is the person we're using to push vaccines right now. I'm like, what are you guys doing? How about about the fact that he was using a uh, oral form of medication, an experimental one, to treat polio in Africa. And it created an entirely new version of polio. It mutated it. And was way more dangerous than the original form was. Alright, look, basic for the people. I know I'm not a scientist and y'all are going to think, oh, it's just some dumb redneck up here talking. But it's not rocket fucking science. Here's the thing. With the vaccine, what you do is you block a certain part of a, vac- uh, of a virus. A certain subsect of that virus. The one that's spreading. Well, when you block it, what ends up happening is you end up killing all of that particular kind of virus. Which means all that's left is nature's pleasant little gift that keeps on giving, and that's anything that mutates. Well, when you realize when you realize that you got rid of this one, but you have nothing to stop the mutated version that has survived your vaccine, which is interesting to me because you've got places like uh, Ireland and Britain that are dealing with a cold that has that that can't be stopped. It's a super bug. Yeah, super cold. Because they coddled their immune system for so long that their body can't fight it back. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you two stories. The first one takes place in the 1980s or 1990s. I can't remember exactly. They tested a vaccine on a RSV disease. RSV is basically what COVID-19 is. It's a... Uh, respiratory infection and they created a vaccine and they tested it on animals they tested it on a lot of animals <clears throat> and what they found was that it w- the vaccine was initially very effective on treating RSV vaccines 
By two years, all of those animals were dead. And the reason that they were dead is because when the body that had received the vaccine was reintroduced <clears throat> into the wild and uh, met the wild form of this D, uh, of this RSV virus, it caused a cytokine storm and killed all of the test animals. Fast forward to 2020 when they were testing the vaccine on animals and they had to stop the animal trials because it killed all of them. All of them. But because the world was in such dire need of a vaccine, they just bypassed the animal trials and decided to give them to people instead. More people die from cardiac arrest or cardiac issues each year. Now in one year. Then have died of you know, and I know you and I made a comment, Odin. If you believe the FDA and the CDC's numbers, no. killed. No, I don't. But if you believe the numbers, it's literally took two years of COVID to meet one year of of car uh, of cardiac disease, cardiovascular disease, so and deaths. The second story is, and this one just recently came out, is that all of a sudden scientists are saying that due to climate change, we're going to see more heart attacks in young people. <laughs> really? <laughs> wow. Really? It's we, funny because everybody wait, keeps saying. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We know what kills children with this vaccine and how they die. And yet, that is the exact same thing that they're predicting we're going to see a rise in. They've already reported 7,000 children have died due to heart attacks caused by climate change. And then they passed this huge infrastructure bill for the Green New Deal. They're going to use the deaths from the vaccines of the children that die Tag it to climate change and go, don't you care about the children? We need to stop this for the children. And at the same time, you have these psycho motherfuckers that sit here and come on to TikTok and social media platforms that says that once my child can get vaccinated, it's on. I'm going to start sneezing. I'm going to get COVID intentionally, and I'm going to start sneezing and coughing on unvaccinated people so that they can die off from the vaccine. I've never, I've never wished anyone death before, but uh, I hope that the vaccine takes you in three to five years. Actually, you know what? I don't even... Uh, okay, look, look, I don't, I don't like to wish death on most people, but... If she were to step on a Lego and asphyxiate, uh, I would not have a problem with it. <laughs> That's my nice way of saying I hope you die in the most painful way possible. But no, I, and here's the thing. It's like I keep trying to tell people like, there was that whole controversy on you know, someone getting the vaccine. And they're like, well, I can't believe you got the vaccine. I'm like, it's a choice. I I, I, is it a bad choice? Yeah. Are they going to regret it? Yes. But it's a personal choice to do so. And I think oh. people have forgotten that's what we're fighting over. And then they decide, oh, by the way, um, we were wrong about the infertility issues associated with the vaccine. Mm -hmm. It's not 11% of people who get the vaccine are infertile. It's actually 81% of the people who got the vaccine being infertile. So... I posted a video and I'm, I swear TikTok was like, nope, we're not going to circulate this. I was in my uh, OBGYN's office for my annual. Sorry if that's TMI, whatever. But there was a like infomercial, like the medical infomercials that play in the waiting room and the exact words of it. And I filmed it were medical professionals do not think the vaccine will have an effect on pregnant pregnant women or your ability to get pregnant. No, they just released an article two days ago that says that they were wrong about their numbers. They originally thought it was 11.2, but they're wrong, or 11.8, but they were wrong. It's actually 
2% of people who take this vaccine will have fertility issues. Okay, look, I'll hold on a minute. How the fuck you gonna, like, I get it if it's 1% or 2%. Okay, I get it. Math, all right? <laughs> it can vary a little bit. Let's give it a little bit. 70 some odd fucking percent? Well, I mean, hell, I could do math like that, and they're getting paid millions to do it. Ebonics math? <laughs> I wasn't going to quite put it that way, but <laughs> I was just going to say, you know, because one plus one equals five because pigs Synergy. don't fly, and that's purple. And that's New purple. math. <laughs> New math. Uh, but no, I mean, it, it's not like we're talking small little numbers. We're talking, you know, a majority. I, that's 70% more. Yeah. Yeah. So the people who took that were that were hoping to get the vaccine and be healthy and decide that they want to have kids, the odds are not in your favor at all. If you had a decreased risk because of age or weight or whatever, you're almost guaranteed not to have kids. Wait. Wait. Okay, now bear with me. It's time for Tear to be an asshole. Fair. I want I want you to follow through this logic with me, okay? I know so what you're going to think. If the vaccine, right? If the vaccine cuts you down, like 81% are sterile, right? Or, or, or infertile, right? right? So 81%, okay, okay, okay. And... We know that mostly liberals are getting this, right? Right? I knew okay, that's okay. where you were going. Okay, okay, okay. And liberals have most of the abortions, right? Right. So, I guess I'm now pro-vaccine and pro-abortion because they'll eventually weed themselves out of the natural selection. <laughs> we I mean, have, the math is there. We have friends who are vaccinated. I know, and I kids. feel bad. I feel bad for that, but on the same note, though, I, okay. I know who you're talking about, and I want them to know from the bottom of my heart that I love you, and I don't think any less of you. But at the same point, you can lead a horse to water, but you cannot make them drink. No matter how long you hold their head under the water. And there's friends that I have here back home that have done it. And they're like, well, you wouldn't feel bad for me? No, I feel bad for you. I do. But don't expect me to give you (coughs) sympathy when we warned you and kept warning you. It's your choice to take it. That's fine. And I'm not going to think any less of you for taking it. But that doesn't keep me from saying I told you so. I get it. I really do. I, I I do not find joy in no in any of it, but you are correct that there were people that were warned. Like, uh, there were some that got it before I knew them. So it's not like I could go, I warned you, and I have more sympathy for them than I do somebody too. that I sit here and go, please don't get this, please. Okay, you got it here. Let me show you how to detox your body naturally. No, I'm not going to do that. Then I don't know how to help you. I mean, I have a huge heart and I'm going to cry with you when you start losing children. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to be there to to offer you a shoulder to cry on. But it just it sucks. That I hate it. From, let's say from, like, the the average person's perspective, and by the average person, I mean someone who's, like, not super focused on politics, is just kind of like, you know, they're, they watch the TV and they, they believe it because they don't delve into everything. We, I don't consider us average people. I think that we're more question-based and we're, we're research-based and that's just how our brain works, but, like, being on (laughs) it's funny because it's like so many things i've been on other people's lives and they're like oh my god a big creator here and i'm like dude i go out into the world and no one knows me (laughs) like 
Used to, so, I used to get so happy whenever she would want to go live. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I, you know, you walk out into the world and no one around here knows who I am. But like, especially where I'm from, and and because I don't use my name, I use, and you know, none of my people really know about what I do on TikTok and whatnot. But you would think like maybe someone around here who's not about the vaccine, but a lot of people don't pay attention. And naturally when you like see something on the TV, you see that the, the people on the news that you supposedly trust are saying that the vaccine is safe and it's necessary. And there's this huge pandemic happening, which to, to me, the pandemic at, at first it was scary. Cause I believed it too. And I'm, and I'm research based. So I didn't understand, but now because I've done all that research and because I've met people like you guys, I don't know. I just, I just, I still feel sympathy for people who got it just because this isn't their main focus. Oh, wait, let me, let me, let me put it to you this way. I feel sympathy for those that are victims of our system that has taught them reliance, not self-reliance, reliance, and how and what to think instead of how to think. They are victims of this system, and you're seeing it. Because they were never taught how to critically think on their own, it doesn't occur to them. But the other thing is I also feel bad because they are in – we talked about it on the last, on the last podcast, the um, – Oh, the American bubble. I I was gonna I was gonna bring that up. I was gonna see if I could make Tear uncomfortable. <laughs> so no, I was stopping you before you got there. So Queen, <laughs> what do you think of the whole Kyle Rittenhouse trial? And wait, here's the best part. Do you think the decision affects you in any way? Okay. So Honestly, I have not been paying attention. I have not done, I have not looked into it, but I have seen things on TikTok here and there. I know, I know, I've been meaning to, but I've been busy. Um, For shame, Sean the Unbeliever! I'm sorry, but I have seen things on TikTok, and for, from what I understand, the, the trial is going mostly in his favor. And. I'm pretty sure I'm hoping he's not going to get convicted of anything because I do not see what he did as wrong. If anything, that boy has more self-control, like self-control maturity far beyond his years. Because I swear, if that was me being attacked by numerous people, he only shot the people that were attacking him. That's that's got to be so difficult in the moment. All right, so <laughs> the the trial has gone to the jury, okay. and they deliberated all day. If they find, does it matter to you, or do you care if he is found guilty or innocent? And what effect do you think it will have on you if he is found guilty or innocent? Okay, so. I think it would be a negative effect if he is found guilty. I think it's going to be a fucking hard time. (laughs) I think there's going to be a lot of looting, burning, rioting, you know, the huge. But if the jury convicts him based on, and I'm sure, I, I really hope that they wouldn't convict him based on the reaction of the population that would be that would affect us tremendously actually that would be terrible for us okay you're safe i didn't get too embarrassed here (laughs) what (laughs) i love you (laughs) but 
the reason some people think it will never affect them because it, it doesn't directly affect them. It doesn't matter if he's guilty or innocent. By the way, I know that we all hope that they would go with the evidence versus the reaction. But already it's been notified by a, a U.S. Marshal. I did a little digging into that. So it's a U.S. Marshal reported that two of the jury, like out of the 12 people that are in the in the in the deliberations right now, two people are holding up the process because they are worried about what happens if they, depending on if they acquit him or not. They're worried that they will be attacked because they've already been doxxed. We've reached a point where it's going to be, as much as I hate to say this, it's going to be a... <laughs> They're going to want to put, convict him and and try to go for a mistrial or try to go for something that will get fixed later just to avoid because it is so loud. The protests are so loud outside the courthouse, you can actually hear it in the courtroom. Yeah. and they're... Think about that. That is an old school stone building, and you can hear the chants for the death of Kyle Rittenhouse. Inside the courtroom. Yep. And the jury's not sequestered. So what are the odds that they get influenced somehow? That they get accosted tonight. And we're looking at it, but here's the, here's the sad part. Now, I know that you are not as gung-ho, I guess is the way I would say. Just call it. You're not as extreme as I am. But the sad fact is the left will riot if he's made if he's if he's listed as not guilty or quitted. The right, so, if he's made guilty, if he's convicted, the right will do nothing. That's fucked. I don't know if you uh, you saw what I posted earlier. Um, anybody who follows on on Instagram, I, I always like to try to do. Uh, little teasers here and there, and I did one more something I wrote earlier, but it's terrifying that the that one side will come from a, a a position of moral superiority, and the other side is coming from freedom and the right to defend yourself. But they know that one side will riot and the other will do nothing. So, what do you think they're going to do? We're at a pivotal point. We're at a point now <laughs> where we realize that. The court of public opinion matters more than fact and evidence. The rule of law is gone if he is found guilty. The rule of law is gone, and we will be we will be directed on the court of popular opinion and mob rule that they will sit here and depending on if you are a conservative or a liberal, if you are white or you are black, that you will be judged by the opinions of people who have no no interest in it. So it we're, how far are we from a society in which we have the same voting system that we have in reality TV shows or talent programs on TV? Call this number if you think he's innocent or guilty, because it's not going to matter what happens in the courts. We're just going to have the tyranny of the squeaky wheel sit here and go, he's guilty or innocent based off of who's going to riot. It's what happened with Chauvin. It's what happened with the Supreme Court when it came to the election issues. And it's what's going to happen here. And that means that so America... It means that America is dead. Wheel. Huh? Sorry. Sorry. You want me you want me to answer that? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna say something. And a lot of our people are not gonna like it. A lot of people are gonna think I'm extreme, that I'm radical. But it's time that we show them the people that built this nation, the people that changed this nation, the people that sculpted this nation into the best nation on the planet, the people that were not scared to roll their sleeves up and get the job done. Weren't scared to get their hands dirty. It's time for us to stop sitting in the back row and act like we're pontificating from some moral high ground and get in the streets and cause trouble. Because apparently the only way to keep them to save America is to reset it. 
I can agree with that. It's time to fight. We've been quiet. We've been pacifist. We've been compliant. We've been complacent for far too long. Have we reached a point where there's no diplomatic outcome? There is no compromise to be found. It's either going to be their way or our very way of life, the, the American way. Freedom, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, justice, a, you know, the, the, the right to a fair trial, the right to defend yourself, the right to bear arms, the right to say or speak or think anything is, is that question here. And people think it doesn't matter. I'm like, but it, it does. This is the point we've reached. We have reached a point of no return. And it, with that being said, so much. <laughs> and with that being said, before Tear gets me arrested, <laughs> we need to call it end to this episode. So thank you for joining us on another episode of Winter's Call. I'm Odin. This is Tear. And our lovely surprise guest, Queen. We will see you on our next episode, unless this is the one that they come and get us for. They didn't come and get us for the last one, but it was close, I'm sure. My the way my internet was acting. <laughs> what? Not gonna try to sneak in and ask me some weird, ridiculous question to make me uncomfortable this time? No, we did the race one last time, so oh. no, I'm good. I'll give you a break this time. Oh fuck you! <laughs> the preceding podcast is brought to you by Heimdall, keeper of the Bifrost. <laughs>